0: We showed up and made it, no invitations, we showed up and made it, no invitations, we showed up and made it, showed up and made it, showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary, you legendary. Hey, yo, episode, Caesar does not know the
1: episode number. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really like, don't. Episode 258, we made a podcast. We made a podcast, oito.
0: Oh yeah, all things podcast.
1: <laughs> Say what? Say what? General life, all things podcast. Now,
0: yeah, we're talking about academics. No, I'm just joking. Um, okay. gonna, <laughs> oh no, uh, we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about a little bit. Uh, me, me and Caesar were watching January 6 hearings. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, maybe. Um, maybe talk about uh the MLS Apple TV deal, which is interesting. Um, no, really, it might go off on some lazy punditry because I've been annoyed by that and maybe talk about Patrice Evra um, talking about what he wants to do to help out children in the world. I actually like this article. He revealed some things about himself. I was like, okay, but um, you know what I'm saying? We made a podcast here five years, still haven't missed a week. We got one. Congratulations though. That was cool. Yeah. We got one. That was sweet. Yeah. From a central American,
1: the best people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um caesar you know what i mean both of us have been watching the january 6 hearings i want to say this before we like, so like oh like why are you want to talk about that like I, I don't really know who's watching this like you know i guess people that care about politics and old people i don't know if like the young people care you know i've been looking at our twitter feed to see if any of them care. they don't um uh, <laughs> but i'll say this before anything that you think is important in America is not going to matter if there's a dictatorship. Like if there's a dictatorship, authoritarianism, all the stuff that you care about, all the stuff that you think is like cool or like, you know, going to pride or whatever, and like complaining online about stuff, that's going to be gone. If we don't have our flawed democracy, but um, what you've been thinking of it so far, sir today was probably like one of the rougher days the, they started off with a
1: bang you know, was, they were heavy hit in the first couple of days um with the videos they were leaking all the goodies um but today in typical uh the typical way that as great the great things about democracy here's the rough parts is the old guard the old the old uh some of the old school fellas came up today to talk and they um they kept it real old school, and even when one of the council members tried to be like so in simple terms for those who don't know lawyer uh, uh the jargon this this like he's like no, nope, I wouldn't say it in that way I would like to keep my statement the way it is I'm like okay um it's gonna be a long night at the office today <laughs> um which yeah so it was rough but there was some bars at the end I think January 6th hearings are really flowing under the radar there's actually a lot of things going on in the world right now that are kind of not really getting a lot of uh, you know, information like what's going on in Somali and, and the drought going on, and and um, and uh, you know, and with the January 6th hearings which are really huge. But I mean, they decided to do them a year after. Um, so no, that's you a know, good. Thing. That's, that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing in a way. I think it's a good thing in terms of um, moving forward because a lot happened after that. But I don't think it's a good thing in terms of keeping the 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 press circuit on it so um but it's been good to follow i think it's been good to see these things come out and i think the the smartest thing they did is actually make that twitter account because that's what's really getting traction more than the live hearings i don't know if people are going to watch live hearings but people this is an age of clippings and youtube clips and those are getting a lot of traction Um, um and i think that's really important towards getting some of this uh obvious um also obvious information which is contrary to what a lot of these conservatives were saying in the past like literally everyone including lockman is like getting completely uh clapped right now based on what they said before there's videos uh showing the opposite
0: so it's good good to see this yeah um today what like that judge was today the worst part was that judge i think his name was lundig or something like that i don't know Hawk was, or something? Hawk, I don't know. Yeah, he he was he was he was making it kind of boring, but um, other than Jacob was going hard, huh? Jacob's was going hard. Yeah, other than him, I thought it was good. Um, they did mm-hmm. release those pictures of Mike Pence. That was like I mean, it was interesting. Um, they had some good stuff today. Uh, Eastman was getting rocked. Um, very much. They, they're showing the the hypocrisy at all these people, which I think is good. Um, I guess um the department of justice has asked for the transcripts of the um, hearings so far. So they're going to, you know, I I don't know what that's going to mean, but um, but they did ask for the transcripts, which is a good thing. But um, yeah, like I remember when we talked about it after everything happened and I was saying like, yeah, this is worse than nine 11. Like if, if it was successful, if, Ultimately, if Mike Pence did what Trump wanted, and that's what they were focusing on today, it was like Mike Mike Pence specifically. Uh it's over, dude. It's over. Like, and I think that because we have it so good here in America, people just like, oh, it's not a big deal. But as someone who like is into history and studies history and like studies modern politics and stuff, living under like an autocratic dictatorship is not fun for people like your freedoms are going to be gone um you're not going to have freedom of speech and that's what they they don't want you to have that like these people want to be able to say what they whatever they want to say but they don't want you to be able to say what you want to say like so I, for me i'm just like it's it's important and i feel like people who care about what's going on in america if you, if you care about juneteenth coming up or if you care about pride month if you care about all these different things, Black Lives Matter, um, you should care about what's going on in this hearing because um, the people that perpetrated January 6th and were trying to, like, cheat and give Donald Trump the presidency, none of that stuff would be happening if they succeeded.
1: If you're somebody who, you know, LARPs as like, this Republican, allegedly, or if, you, if you're a Republican and you listen to the show, that's shocking. But if you're a Republican, you listen to the show and like you really think you're like about that action and you somehow still I mean, you and you support Trump. I don't really think you're really even a Republican anymore. I just think you're like a fan of like um, authoritarianism. I think you're a fan of totalitarianism. I think you're a fan of like dictatorships. I think what you're a fan of is a hostile takeover of the nation. That's what that support lends itself to. And um. I think there's a lot of cap going on right now with some of the elections and primaries and saying that, oh, Trump's people are getting elected. Yeah, but they're getting in primaries. There's no real competition right now. So let's not like let the media kind of push that right now. There's This is just the first section of primaries. It's not the main, main stuff that's really coming up soon. Um, this this stuff is like if you're really a fan of Republican, if you're a true Republican, I feel like you should feel really ashamed of Donald Trump and the process that went through I'm someone who's couldn't be farther uh, from Republican. I'm, I'm I'm I identify with socialist uh, socialism. I, I'm proud of social. I uh, like that's the kind of government I want to see. I want to the government to provide resources for its people. By all means, that's I want the government to provide everything. That's what I believe in. That's why I believe in as a taxpayer. That's what I believe the government should do. Bam is obviously a moderate. So it's a little different for him and a big fan of authoritarianism. He loves it. Um, big commander. Uh, but no, like. Mike Pence during that January 6th was working. My man was working. Say what you want. He was working. He was calling this dude up. He's moving over here. He's fearing for his life. He's getting threatened. or chanting his name outside. It's crazy that it went from chanting the videos of them dropping the guy saying he's going to, you know, scalp uh, AOC and all this. to him. like later on being like, like, oh, you know, if, Pence doesn't do this. Pence doesn't do Giuliani saying Pence to do this. All the videos of Giuliani up there saying, like, the um, you know, there's a provision in that was based on like Jefferson used back in the day that Mike Pence can use a bunch of cap and from a drunk man that we know is always drunk, um, and got caught on board at Wyland. Um, uh, this literally put this man's life in danger, and the entire course of his life being in danger. Literally, the president never checked on him. The president actually vilified him in this situation. And you could actually do a, you could actually try him for like conspiracy. You could try Trump for conspiracy for like almost murder. Murder. You could do conspiracy for murder. Because because if if I had set up some kind of plan here to get people, uh, if I incited a riot to come after um gavin newsom i could get tried for this like that that could be something i could face criminal charges for i'm like that's crazy like this dude mike pence for once bam said this last year in january bam literally was like oh yeah apart from everything else i like literally talking about what about mike pence like how come he became the scapegoat for this insane uh anti-democratic movement that trump Concocted with Rudy Giuliani at the time, I didn't know it really was on that, but yeah, that that's absolutely insane. So yeah, it's 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 absolutely undemocratic everything that's going on, and I'm glad that they're they're hope I'm glad they're talking about it, and I hope the DOJ does something about it. You know, I'm not I'm not a fan of DOJ, but in this case, please do something. Well, it'll be hard.
0: Like honestly, it'll be tough though. it's going to be annoying because you're going to have all the like super duper ultra lefty people like if trump doesn't get indicted or arrested or whatever they're going to be like oh it didn't matter um like all this didn't matter and there is like there's going to be a debate about it and it is a big like i'm sorry like it's a big deal to arrest a former president like it's a big deal you know like it's not like like there there's no precedent for that in this country and no no like trump also has like a cult following so yes. it could be dangerous and it it might not be what you want to do you know like i wouldn't be mad if those people made a decision like look we don't want to arrest him like but what can we do to make sure he's not in politics you know like if like it would be I would love for Trump to get arrested for his crimes, which I do think he committed. But when I'm thinking about the country, like, I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. And I'm saying I don't know. It's disgusting that we live in a country where someone can obtain enough power to
1: which uh, um, criminal actions they become impervious to. Granted, that's normal, like billionaires, yeah, everywhere. And billionaires of course. But I mean, this is... It, This is something that's going to go in history books. Like, this is something that's unprecedented. You know, our our grandkids will be talking about, oh, isn't this crazy video? Or is it crazy time? Weren't you there? Like when they raided the Capitol? That's something that when I read books, that never
0: I'd never seen that before. So that's nuts. You know, like the only way it could go off okay is if it's a Republican president that did it. That like presided over it. Can I tell you something that's crazy? Um one of the
1: wildest moments for me was like, I thought when, when BLM protests were occurring on the same block as the Capitol Hill, like that video made me uncomfortable. I was like, damn, they're really close. Like that. That's like crazy to me that they're that close. I know people do protests in front of the, uh, all the time. That's like, obviously i'm not in dc i don't live there i don't know but from my perspective here in california that's insane to me like i see that place as like some kind of like like untouchable zone like i can't even imagine that and like of course back in the day watching like forrest gump and seeing the protests back from from back in the 60s or whatever where they used to do on uh, at the washington mule or whatever like i still like think that's crazy people do like protests right in there but like the fact that all that is like nothing because like they literally ran up in there was taking selfies and videos and recording them. So talk about, you know, ending and scalping and, and zip and dip time having presence for 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 important members of Congress is just like nuts. And the fact that a lot of the people who incited people who are all brain dead to do this will probably walk away fine from this and um the problem is, like, I think you're, you're right, though. Like, even if you do something to Trump, that actually kind of fuels the fire, I think. I think that people that are backed by Trump, you would just initiate like you you would fire up some like steam towards that to an extent, I think. I think that also a lot of people from Republican sides, let's not forget, they were a little tired of Trump. Like when Trump but for sure, let's not forget about Trump's voting. They were not stellar. It wasn't like he, he won majority vote, but lost due to. Due to, like, the electoral, like, he lost the populist vote. so Twice. Twice. So I think people will, I mean, whatever, like, yeah, and through all the recounts, it got worse. But, like, I just think that people are a little, like, tired. I think that he's getting a lot of media push through people like Daily Wire, big companies that have, like, a lot of conservative agendas and are pushing it. But I think person to person like for every hundred americans i think there's for every hundred americans there's far less trump supporters and then now than it was in 2018 like for sure i think that mystique is gone we talked about it back then like it was cool when it was like something coming up but like we already seen what it did and people are like "Eh," like i'm not really feeling that anymore and that's how i think biden got in off that like it just was safer you know what i mean i think he got off that that
0: vibe I think so too like but it's going to be tough because when election year comes it's going to be different and i think trump drives off conspiracy theories and people are easy to fall for that ultimately like people like it also it's a, it's a two-part also system. covid too covid
1: kind of rocked trump's presidency too because he didn't hook up americans like the americans thought they were going to be hooked up with i think that really rocked him we didn't do the stimulus packages enough
0: and also like yeah it, it, it's just one of them situations where mm-hmm. there's only two parties so like
1: yeah, they unless you're unless you're Elon and you're pushing for a moderate party. Oh god! <laughs> Even um, though you're endorsing Desantis, okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I mean, I don't want to spend the whole time on this, but like, no, for sure. It, for anyway, sure. the the hearings are good. People should watch them if you yeah. care about politics, and if yeah. you don't, today care about was much, rough
1: though. Today was rough. T-
0: today was hard because of that judge, but like outside of that, it was good. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you're learning stuff every time, and I and. It, it, Ultimately, Even if it's you're important. not
1: watching live, do the clips, watch the clips.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, it's important to know like what's going on in a big way in the country. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of another big deal, um, we're talking about a $2.5 billion deal. Hmm. Um, Apple just struck a deal with uh, MLS, $2.5 billion, billion dollars over 10 years to uh, show the match, show every match on Apple TV. Um, all the matches will only be on Wednesdays and Saturdays. How much? 2.5 billion over 10 years. billion? over yeah, 250 million a year. And the last the okay, the last deal was 90 million a year. This one's 250 million a year. Why I don't know. Um, no, actually I do know. It's called corruption. There's uh, no way. It's literally just putting money in the like. It's just putting money in the upper people's pockets, dude. Oh. Um, I guess they're also gonna try to do some local, some some like stuff to have it on TV as well. Um, but it's really weird because I was doing like okay, so you got MLS behind a paywall. Um, I was looking up some information about Apple TV because when I when I saw, I was like, people don't really watch Apple TV like that. Like, it's not popular. Um, when I looked it up, apparently Apple TV doesn't even release its viewer count, uh, <laughs> probably because it's so low. So it's like impossible to know how many people actually even watch Apple TV. Um, and it's just some. It just seems like some like insider trading deal that they're doing that doesn't make any financial sense. MLS is like MLS is not even the. I think MLS is like the third pop, most popular league in America, behind the Mexican League and the Premier League. M- most popular soccer league, soccer league, Yeah, soccer. That's what I mean. Um, so it's like
1: wh- yeah, how? I mean, would- there's only three. the only three con- three countries to choose from. <laughs>
0: what do you mean? You mean like in Americas,
1: like the North America? No, America's? no, like
0: like the the most popular soccer leagues, like uh, Liga MX and EPL. They're mm-hmm. both more popular in, in America than MLS. You no, know, it's like so. It's like, how I'm, I'm actually
1: shocked by this. I, I'm literally sh- stunned by this. I, I'm looking at Wikipedia data, it shows that, like, uh, other than last year, um, this year 2021, they had a plus 11 percentage. But statistics shown that during 2021, all, all streaming platforms kind of went up in percentages. It was like, you know, lockdowns were lost, stuff yeah, was yeah, still going sure. on um 2020 even during well, i know 2020 everybody kind of fell too. remember like the the leagues raw so i'm not really counting that one but you know th- they had growth obviously every year and then 2019 they fell three percent and mm. then last year they fell four percent which i'm not i'm not going to take that from them it's a it was a weird time um but 2021 they gained 11 percent. but like 90 million to 150 million. i mean i'll be honest you, man. i mean i've watched i've watched maybe five games on espn plus of mls um it's popped up. I think there's even still a confusion in this country. If you were to ask an average American when the NBA finals are, they would probably tell you June. They would ask them when the Super Bowl is, they'll tell you February. Ask an average American when the MLS final is. I don't know when the MLS final is. I don't know. I've watched many games over the years. Not recently. Is it in
0: the fall? Is it in the fall? <laughs> so I
1: think right. it's, is it like October? I feel like didn't they played one in the snow or something. I was like, this is rough. I feel like it's in the fall, right? <laughs> Man, when is the MLS final? I don't know. This... MLS... <laughs> MLS final, MLS cup final. When was the MLS? Dece... It's, in Dece... <laughs> it's in December. I didn't even know that. Did you know that? Hell no, it's in December, dog. I don't know. I didn't know it was December. Last one was December 11th.
0: Like dog they be going through the whole summer in Orlando and Houston. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sounds horrid. Um
1: why don't they, why, why don't why wouldn't they just do their league from like a feb- just do like feb- like no, March to like October. And then you're done.
0: Caesar, you're literally playing games in Miami in July, dude. Like come on, dog. That
1: sounds Imagine playing for imagine playing in like any of those southern teams. And you're just, like, playing home games in Orlando in August? What? Okay, wait a minute. I landed August in Hawaii, and I thought I was going to die. I was like, this feels like Brazil again in the
0: summer. This is horrid. This fool, Chiellini, is going to have to play games in Dallas, in Houston, in... (laughs) And okay, Nashville's pretty you hot. You Austin,
1: gonna, no, no, he's not doing that. You know what's gonna, gonna happen? He's gonna do like your boy, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the striker, uh, Iguain, and just be injured a lot. He's gonna be injured a lot. He's gonna look, bro, I can't go, do this.
0: He's gonna go to, he's gonna like, even in downtown LA, it's hot as hell in the summer. He's gonna be like, yo, it's hot, dude. What Why do really need to sign up for like a Canadian team? Seriously, weirdo. I don't know. Um, yeah. Especially when you were living in, you were
1: living in touring. What are you doing? Going to LA uh, and then play games in Austin. God, Can you imagine Austin, a game in Austin in July? It's probably like 94 at nighttime in arena.
0: Oh, literally, literally. Yeah. You're in Houston. Like there's going to be hurricanes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So even-
0: I, I, that's a, that's an
1: insane deal. I, I I mean, that's a lot of money, but I mean, to be fair, what is it really? Gonna, who's it go to? It's a salary capped league. It's not like uh, what they're going to raise everybody's average by a million. If it was an uncapped league, I think it would have a bigger difference. It would be like, I, I'm if it, honestly, if MLS wasn't capped, they would have one of those like Chinese league revolutions where they were just signed some dudes for a crazy amount of money to get them over here. And that's fine. Cause I was supportive of that people hated that. And I was like, I want players to get paid. So whatever they want to do, they want to do Oscar. He's made the, he was making, he's making like 500,000 a week in China. Great for him, dude. I mean, that's a great decision. Cause he was washed already. So like, you know, it's fine. But I, I think that with a salary cap, all I know is that owners are going to be making out of this the most Yeah, people. And also some of these teams have like 15 owners and like, the main owner only owns like 30%. So it's like, it's just money going to millions of people that are owners in America. And I don't really understand it. Like it, I thought LAFC, they made it look like it was owned by magic Johnson. I looked on there. It was like 84 dudes on the yeah, list. It's a I'm big like,
0: conglomerate. It's like yeah.
1: no more Garcia powers on there. I'm like, all right, dude, well, everybody's getting paid, I guess yeah. other than the players probably.
0: Yeah. Like it's just going to be more money into the owners. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's like a, um, it's a salary cap league. It's a not, there's no promotion relegation. Um, Bam,
1: this is the good question. Think about this. If you, if you think like what we're saying is just like, we're haters. Listen to this. If you have a bunch of owners on a board for a team, what do you think the owner's number one investment is? To put $100 in and make $110 for excitement or put $100 in and make $130 in investment opportunity? They want to make investments. And this is a good investment for them, right? It's not because MLS quality went up. It's It's... I mean, it's, I don't know why they got this deal, but it's definitely not because of more stars coming. It's not because of more quality. And by looking at the Wikipedia, it's not because of viewership. If this Wikipedia or whatever, because it showed multiple sources, if it was showing like pluses across it, like, well, mean damn, I guess they're popping somewhere.
0: Well, I guess like what they're saying is like Apple TV is trying to grow. I guess I don't know. Like, I guess they, just want, they want content. A lot of these streaming services are desperate to have their
1: content on there. And I don't know. I don't know Apple TV other than having the John Stewart show. And there's like apparently two good sci-fi shows. But I'm like, I don't have Apple TV. I don't have that.
0: So uh, I don't Ted know. Lasso. But um, I guess I guess uh, they're trying to get they're trying to get more sports. I guess they have some baseball. Everybody wants like, sports on their streaming. Yeah, like I guess they have some baseball. Like, but not like every match. Obviously, not every game. Obviously, but just mm-hmm. like sometimes. Um, they're trying to get more sports, and they're trying. And like I saw, I was reading an article, and it was saying like. There's a lot of talk about Messi coming to MLS. So, like, if Messi comes to MLS, the the viewership will go up. But... I
1: mean, I guess if you're almost a trillion-dollar company, you know, you're just like... I mean, yeah. There's a potential that Messi comes. $250 million is not really... You're not really throwing it away, I guess, right? And (laughs) I I can imagine if if they're averaging 250,000 viewers on average, let's say... 30% Thirty percent do not sign up for Apple
0: TV. That's kind of a win for them because I guess it's I guess, so
1: expensive.
0: I guess also, um, if you if you're a season ticket holder, you get Apple TV. But like, I don't think there's a lot of season ticket holders in MLS. Like, it's not really that. Serious. Depends and
1: out of what? How many? Thirty teams. I I can't imagine only only probably five of them do great in, in attendance numbers, which is like what Atlanta, Seattle. I know Austin does pretty good, too, yeah, because all the new teams do good the but, first couple of years. Exactly. Because <laughs> like it's do. that excitement.
0: Yeah, it, it, it'll be big for a little bit, but, like, the, a lot of them
1: stadiums are small. Pe- people should look up how Chivas USA first did. <laughs> they were popping in the
0: beginning. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like that. But I don't know. We'll see. It's just crazy to think that a league that, like, the league went from $90 million to $250 million a year. It's like there's something shady going on. Mm-hmm. And,
1: but, Apple TV and, is five dollars a month. That's a lot of money. That's gonna add up to a lot of money if you have even hundred thousand people sign up. That's like five hundred thousand dollars a month already in revenue. So I guess it adds lot, up. More. But I'm like, when you get viewers, like I'm just adding just MLS people. I'm saying like, hmm. they they these companies make so much money off of like uh, uh these these like uh whatever, like, they make so much money off this stuff. So to them, it's, like, whatever, I
0: think. It's just, they're just throwing money around like it's fun. Like, Apple TV, like, Apple is already huge without the TV part. So they can make this, yeah. it's cheap, like, $5. A month. They can do that because they're just trying to, like, siphon off Netflix people and all these other people. And, like, yeah, come here, like, we'll go, we'll... we'll you know, if you watch MLS a little bit, like yeah, it's here, like whatever.
1: Everybody did. It. I mean, even ESPN Plus started off at five dollars a month, and it went up. So they yeah. ever start somewhere. They just want to get people in the door. Yeah. Then they kind of they get all the contracts from all these companies. Then they start upping the prices and they make money. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's like, like
1: wild signing. I don't. I don't. In the end of it, I don't know what really it does for MLS that much. Uh, I Sure. I mean, uh, you can't. You can't get I, mad at getting the, money, but the
0: viewership is going to go down. But they don't care. How about how about I just I'll
1: wait for a trickle down effect before I start praising it. I want to see a trickle down effect. If we're talking about growing domestic TV for soccer in America, I want to see it trickle down, then I'll start complimenting it.
0: For sure, viewership MLS is gonna go down. Not that many people have Apple TV. Like no, when, uh, that's kind of rough. I'm and and I feel like when when, when when the league you watch goes behind a paywall, you just stop watching it generally.
1: A big a big point for a a person who doesn't know how this is effective. The big thing that happened in boxing was the zone. The zone signed like Canelo and a bunch of dudes. And then there were people were like, oh, man, like, well, this is so exciting. They're going to have monthly instead of paying for pay-per-views for boxing. This is going to be great. All, what happened to the zone? It died. It, when you got on the zone, there's nothing on there. There's nothing else to watch. I got to wait every four months, or it just doesn't work. It it, it it didn't seem to work very well. You have to have like ESPN Disney money where you can buy, have all the leagues already under your cable network and then transition over. They don't have that. They're starting bare blank. You know, that's rough. And also
0: with MLS, like a lot of the MLS watchers, <laughs> like if they don't have Apple TV and they're like, you know, not trying to buy it, they just won't do it. A yeah. lot of people that are into MLS, they live in that city already. So, like, they'll just go to a bar, or they'll just like yeah. go to the go to the game. Well, like, what bar has Apple TV. That's all I want to know. No, but I'm saying like they would rather do that. No, no I get it. They just go like, local. Like, they'll just go somewhere because it's it's not a, it's not a lot of people that are like MLS people, like people that are into an MLS team that don't live in that city already. You know what I mean? It's like if you're you live in Austin, you're gonna be like rooting for Austin, but like you're not. A dude who lives in Seattle who's into like Nashville. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope they're not
1: demons about like letting the IP go for like local TV to pick up stuff. Cause I think it's still really important to. I
0: think they're going to do something sports. like that.
1: Like,
0: I hope they do. That's really important. Yeah. I guess they are kind of, but it's like, yeah. Then if you can still watch it on regular TV, then people hell aren't going to get Apple TV because mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they they don't care. They just want to watch their team. Mm hmm. So yeah, I don't know, dude. Um Okay, I was going to wa- damn. You know what? I I might I'm going to leave this Patrice Evra uh, article and like maybe we'll talk about it next week because I kind of want you to read it cuz it was kind of crazy. He was talking about um his career and how he like uh kind of went through his whole career like a- as a robot because of not dealing with things that happened to him in his past. Huh. And it was it was pretty intense, and he got graphic. So, um, well, I just want to say before that,
1: like I've always, when I was a kid, I the uh, first, when the first Premier League teams I ever liked or enjoyed was Arsenal because I watched a video of um, Enri doing Jogo Bonito, and I thought he was so cool. So I looked him up, and Patrice, I thought about Patrick Vieira. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I confused it. Whatever.
0: So you don't so I thought you said you don't, don't want to say that about Patrice Everett then? Not really. <laughs> well, he did lie on Luis Suarez, so I don't think he lied on Luis
1: Suarez. <laughs> but um, I just, you know, he just got kind of annoying on on those videos. But I'm not trying to hate on his life. I mean, then, no, no, it's crazy. But and see, and there, I, I do like that video of him kicking a Marseille fan. That was dope. <sighs> Remember when he kicked the dude? The, the, was it Marseille? It was at, yeah, it was Marseille. Are you
0: sure? No, what, was no he Marseille, was on Marseille. Marseille
1: versus Lyon or something like that.
0: No, he was on Marseille. But he kicked I, I think a Lyon or something. No, I think it was a Portuguese team. I think it was like during Europa League or something like that. Oh, well, I, 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 he was turning up. I'm down. I, I, now I got to see you, dude, because I kind of forgot. Um, if it was a Portuguese, I, I feel like it was a Portuguese team. Um. Anybody? Yeah, to- yeah. It was. Yeah, it if was, you go to
1: Marseille, you got to be willing to turn up. That's, the, was, that's it. The, was it was a guideline. You got to be willing to turn up
0: at any moment. It was Guimardish. Guimardish. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, Caesar. In our last few minutes here, look, I've just been really annoyed with lazy punditry. I've been so annoyed about it since day one. It's literally why we started this podcast because of lazy punditry. Yeah. And <clears throat> I just can't take it. I am. The, the thing about it that's so annoying is that it's so prevalent in soccer that it's become accepted, and it's influenced other people. Like, other people are just doing – like, people who are independent uh, creators of shows are also doing lazy punditry. I'm like, damn, dude, look, point blank, period. You cannot judge a player, how good they are, how good of a season they had, Based on stats, you can't judge a team, how well they played based on their record, necessarily. You have to watch the games. And I was just sitting there annoyed. I'm like, damn, I just remember watching NFL Network. And like the dudes were like breaking stuff down, like so well, breaking games down, breaking players down, breaking quarterbacks, receivers, whoever. And in soccer, you just don't get that. And it's really annoying.
1: It feels like soccer, you have a lot of leeway to kind of make whatever statement you want, as long as it's pro club um, or pro whatever, like the club you support. Like, um, never forget the whole Real Madrid-UCL run where, you know, everybody even after the game, they made it to the finals. The whole pre-show is talking about how Real Madrid's been the worst team, been the worst team. Just all this weird stuff. I'm like, I feel like you just haven't watched, like. And I think it's really crazy for you to disparage a team that won its league like last month. I, I don't know. I just, it feels strange. It's not like they won like uh, uh Ukrainian league. Like they literally won La Liga. Like they are going to be the biggest league in the world, you know? And it's, it's really annoying that you can tell they don't watch sport. You tell they talk about players out of pocket without watching a single play. And when players leave, like let's say EPO, it's like they act like they're still professionals at knowing when these players, how these players play. I'm like, you haven't been watching French League. You haven't been watching and You have been watching these dudes overseas. So it's just really, really tough to watch. You can tell, like, they don't really watch the sport at all.
0: Yeah, they just don't watch the matches. And I, and I was telling you on the phone, but I was listening to them dudes talk about it was uh, Jules and Gab. Talk Ooh, about the, wor- the worst pocket. I can't take this show. To talk about um Darwin Nunez and they're talking about him like you're trying to break down this player but it's just obvious you have not watched him play like you're trying to talk about his height and like all kinds of other stuff I would like it would have made me so happy to be like yeah if one of them was like yeah you know I remember this one match against uh Porto where you know he didn't have any technical assists but he had the hockey assists that were like really good passes and he was doing, you know. He was dropping back, you know. There, talk about something in detail instead of just being like, you know, he's kind of tall, so maybe his, you know, his his uh, acceleration isn't going to be that great. It's like what, like, what do you mean gonna be like? Have you seen it or not? Like, how come you just get to lie and cap?
1: How old is Darwin Nunes, Like twenty three? I think he's twenty two. You're gonna. What do you mean gonna be great? What do you mean gonna be great? What is he? Thirteen? Working on his his running form. What do you mean gonna be great? He's not gonna develop his acceleration. It is what it is now.
0: Yeah, you have never seen it. So shut up. So uh, what do you? Uh, <sighs> it's really a shame, dude. They just—it's they, like we're the only ones out here, like really putting in the work like that. Why,
1: why can't they just be like Darwin Nunes? Has had a really great season for Benfica. Um, he's a tall striker. He seems to be talented, and we're gonna see how he performs in EPL. I, that's great to hear. I—I yeah. I, I don't and need to hear more now. I, I didn't. I don't think you're going to be like John Madden breaking down the lines and stuff. It's okay, dog. If and, you don't and, know, you don't know it.
0: Yeah. And just be like, you know, I haven't really watched him play. I don't watch Portuguese. You can literally be like, well, he
1: seemed to have had a great year at Portuguese, but I just want to see what it's like when he plays in EPL. I think
0: it's very fair to be like, I yeah. don't know what he's going to be like. I have to see him against real competition here in EPL. Just be like, I watched him play two times in champions league against Barcelona. That's the times I watched him. And it was like, it was cool. He didn't do anything too crazy. He didn't do, you know, like, I mean, I don't really remember the matches. I'm just saying this, but like at least just be honest. And that's the thing that's annoying is like we get no honesty from these people. They sound like experts to people. And then the other people who's like also trying to do their punditry online or whatever, are like being like that, it's like, well, damn dude, that's not acceptable. You have to watch players.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, It's, 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 it's annoying that these guys have such a big platform, ba- backed by such a big media company too. So it's like, this is this is the guys that are going out to millions of Americans every year listening to them. Let's and how come
0: say. there ain't no damn Americans on ESPN FC?
1: How, how about that? There is an American, but he's there, a sub though. He's a there's, a, there's one host. Yeah, that guy. But all the all I don't the like pund- him either though.
0: All the pundits dudes are uh, British and others.
1: Well, maybe now that it struck a $250 million deal, you know, maybe it's an American. It's okay. Whenever it's an American on TV, it's a host or it's like, oh, here's a goalkeeper.
0: <laughs> Seriously. But uh yeah, we made a podcast. <laughs> Episode 258. Holler. invitations. No we showed up and made it. So no invitations. We showed up and made it. So invitations. We showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.